Yo, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back, family This is the Business Certified Podcast I am your host, Gavin, Gavo, whatever you want to call me I'm myself, my own horns uh, Toot your own horns Bruh, got to, man Let's get it What's your name, man? Introduce yourself to Hey, Mike Will, Mike Will, Inc. At Mike Will, Inc. on Instagram I'm the co-host of the show the main host, actually. He actually runs this entire thing. Do with it. Do. What you supposed to say for every podcast? Hey, man, we're here for all the balls, players, hustlers. I always leave the last part out. Oh, okay. I always leave the last part out, man. We ain't really here for them. Come on, man. Hey, man. Ah. Hey, you're going to learn something today, man. We got an actual good show. Yo, yeah, yeah, we're going to knock it out in the park today, right. man. I'm in a good mood, and I was in a bad mood earlier, but I mean, I got here around my bro. We started talking business. Might be the gin. Woo! Might be the gin. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first off, man, let's go through, if you, I say this every podcast, if you don't know, my job on this podcast is to remind you of this segment right here. Go and follow us on Facebook. Make sure you follow Mike on Instagram. Reason why, because you're going to learn a lot of things about business. Mike always is dropping tidbits on entrepreneurship. Every day we drop a video, and yep. and this is the part of the show that I hate to be honest. <laughs> like because if if you come here, if you listen to the podcast, I mean, if you're really interested, you're gonna go and look up. You're gonna Google Absolutely. who the hell we are. You're gonna find out. So Absolutely. But Gavin, he, he got to pay the bill. So go ahead, bro. Yeah, we got to pay the bill. So make sure y'all get on Facebook. When you get there, I need you to uh, like everything. I need you to invite two friends for me. And I need you to leave comments so we can shout you out. But if you are on Facebook, we're gonna let's go over some topics that's already there, man. So one thing that was posted this week, which I found very, very, very interesting, man. It's a way um, how to increase the odds of you reaching your goals by 95%. And so the reason why I find that interesting because as you know i started a photography podcast yep and with that i come across a lot of people who are saying hey i'm trying to do this i'm trying to you know i'm trying to get this type of client i'm trying to get these weddings and i meet you know by me doing photography as you know i meet business people in all sectors yeah everywhere so everywhere Everywhere. and everybody's always trying to reach their goals and the one number one thing is about this article is um is it talks about accountability Yep. All throughout the article. Right? Oh, and that was all week on Instagram last week. Absolutely. Yeah, so Which I mean, it was, it was funny. I think that was a, what do you call it, synchronicity? Okay. <laughs> we, We're going to let that, that rock. That we discussed last week. <laughs> so, and w- number one thing is um, that I've noticed a lot of people don't have people in their circle to ha- like, hold them accountable. Don't right? hold them accountable. Uh, another thing that you'll learn is like, you know, writing your goals down, you're way more likely to be successful. If you write your goals down and if they're just in your head. So, I mean, it's a lot of little things that you can do to mm-hmm. to hold yourself accountable. You know, meet like-minded people. Absolutely. Uh, like, a lot of times, we spend a lot of times with haters. We were talking about that beforehand. Absolutely. And the first thing I told you is, like, yo, the haters are needed. Like, don't don't dismiss the haters. Even like, though I want to, you know. Yeah, we want to block them. We want to be like, right. man, fuck the haters. But, I mean, I gave an example like me that I have to see all the time. <laughs> and I, what I told you, I was like, yo, I like, you know, yo, she be hating. But two of the three of the things she'll say, I'll be like, you know what? There are areas of opportunity. Thank you for giving me a place to improve. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, it might be a low blow. It might be taking a shot. But, mm-hmm. I mean, that's still an area of opportunity to improve. You know, someone someone's talking, you know, shit about you and saying, like, yo, your shoes are dirty. Yeah, you can't be mad. Like, it, like it's different if you just bought yep. shoes yesterday <laughs> and then somebody see your shoes and say your shoes are dirty. Yeah, that's probably bullshit. 
But it, but if you've been wearing them every day and somebody like, yo, your shoe's dirty. Yeah. Yo, it's an area of opportunity. Like, are they hating? Of course they are. But they're also pointing out that this is an area of opportunity for you to improve upon. Absolutely. And make sure you hold somebody. Um, make sure if you're in a good circle, make sure you're holding somebody accountable. Make sure somebody holding you accountable. Without hating, right? Without hating. Without hating. With shout love. Out, shout out to our boy. Shout out to Ez, man. Ez the GOAT. So if you don't know, me and Ez had a sports podcast. And I remember when I first started doing this whole like design stuff and photography stuff, um, Ez a legit call me. And be like, oh, how much you charging now for such and such? Not that he was ever going to book me. Like, he Yeah, he's not going to book you. For those who don't know. Ed's the cheapest hell. And he paid me in Ciroc. Might be the second cheapest person I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, real talk. Ed's paid me in Ciroc. But he used to always, if I used to give him a price, and, you know, I learned I had to be honest with him. And he'd be like, bro, you ain't going to make it charging that. Like, no, 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 no. We charging this now. And so yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I respect that. So shout out to him. And shout out to Ciroc. There go my cat dresser. Uh, there you go. Daddy, go ahead. Free Diddy. pub. Hey, Diddy, send me all the checks that you can Man, send. Man, is he still getting a check, though? Because I know that was a 10-year contract. Is he still getting a check? Or yeah, uh, but apparently out of the payout, he bought. That's cool. I want to say Diddy bought um, like a bigger share with the money they had to give him. Like, yeah, look that up because that deal is like something ridiculous, bro. Dude, he should have took, man, he should have took fucking equity in the beginning. Yo, always own your own. Well, and you used to always talk about Ciroc. I used to be like $12, $13, $15. <laughs> it, wasn't that, it wasn't that low, but Ciroc was the same price as Absolute. So when I walk into. It used to be $12. <laughs> it's still $12. <laughs> Not Absolute, Sky. My bad. Sky, the same price. No, Sky's $20. So Ciroc was the okay. same price as, as, as Ciroc. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Sky was the same, was the same price. Because Ciroc definitely wasn't making the mini bottles till later. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I used to, because I, I would bottle, it was when it was, I used to drink a lot of vodka. Yeah. So I would go in, I saw this new vodka, it was called Ciroc, I'd buy it. No one else bought it, obviously, that's why they hired Diddy. Uh, and then it went from, it was like my favorite vodka, and it went from being like $20 a bottle to like $40 a bottle. I was yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, now you're in Great Goose territory. Yeah. <laughs> I buy, hate them. I'm going to buy Great Goose. <laughs> hey, look here, man. I'm over here dropping cash. If you don't know, anytime we shout out somebody that ain't sponsoring the pod. Man, it's free, free pub. Free pub. Free pub. And y'all got to rock with it. So, um, next thing they was talking about. Uh, are you a Microsoft or an Apple guy? I, I'm, I'm an Apple guy, but I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm a rock with Microsoft. Microsoft is, is uh, I want to say the better company, but... Uh, they uh they had an apple with the trillion dollar company. Yeah, trillion dollar so. <laughs> market cap, man. And so, good good segue. We're gonna keep going, but we, <laughs> but we were talking about. Remember, we were talking about recession, and one one of the things that I posted. This is probably like three or four years ago. In regards to recession, I was like, "Yo, you're gonna have trillion dollar market cap companies." Because normally, what makes a what makes it uncomfortable is um, something you've never seen before. Mm. And we've never seen trillion dollar companies before. Like, I remember probably, uh, gosh, five, six, seven years ago, maybe mm. maybe longer, people were saying that trillion dollar market cap companies, they were impossible, basically. Mm. Like, you know, the market couldn't, couldn't handle that. And, of course, we knew that was bullshit back then, but <laughs> it's stuff that makes people nervous, and then they sell all this stuff, blah, 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 yada, yada. But I, I, I actually posted, you know, years ago, like one of the things that you're going to see is multiple trillion dollar market cap. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you the list right now. I'm okay. going to give you the list of my the, my indicators for upcoming recession. This is a list that I wrote out four years ago. All right. Okay. So we're going to have, I'm matter of fact, I'm going to leave the first one off because there's a lagging indicator, but we did talk <laughs> about it in a previous podcast, probably podcast three, four, five, or six. Can't remember. But I said Uber going public. 
Uber to me was one of the worst IPOs to go public. And I was like, if you Uber if, said that. if Uber goes public, I was like, yo, it's, it's an indicator of an upcoming recession. Trillion dollar market cap companies, multiple t- trillion dollar market cap companies. We have um, we have Google. Mm-hmm. That's at eight hundred. We have Apple that's right at a trillion. We have Microsoft that's at a trillion, and there's somebody that I'm leaving out that is right there as well. So we have several. So right. So we and I said it is going to be multiple trillion on market cap companies. I put the number at three, um, and I, with with a fourth and fifth looking like they're going to crack a trillion dollars. Uh-huh. So you're going to hear this. You if you listen to CNBC and all these places, they're going to be saying. Oh, there, there's going to be another trillion dollar market cap. No, there's only going to be about two or three in the market's going to crash. Uh, <laughs> so, and obviously that's prognostication, but I think I'm right. Uh, you know, let's go back to more on the list, right? I said you're going to see 60% of the market participation and in investing. In 2006, 2007, you had 60% of the market participating. Listen for that number. Last time I checked, it was like 56%. This is probably about a year ago. Uh-huh. So we're talking about a year later. You see all the E-Trade commercials on TV, right? Yeah. All right. They're, they're getting people to invest. Hey, All right. So if, if you hear 60% market market participation, check that off. Recession's coming. 1,000% run-ups. I can't give you the companies that have 1,000% run-ups. I think Beyond Meats was, for a while, was running in that area, in that arena. I, I don't know the others, but listen for it if you hear it. Uh, artwork, right? I told you. You're going to get artwork that's going to be all-time highs in artwork sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just last week they had a... Uh, God, a Bacchiasi, I want to say, no that was way. sold for $110 million, a new all-time high price. And if you look, you'll find several other of those. Triple top in the market. Haven't checked for the triple top. I'm almost sure we've hit a triple top. Anyway, these are all indicators. And I left one out, and I left it out intentionally because it's a lagging indicator, and I, and I, and I want to keep track of it. But I did tell you that if you listen to episode 345, you'll find that there. Guys. Amazon is the other company. Amazon, yeah, duh. Of course. <laughs> the company we talk about the most, right? <laughs> so, I mean, the, all these things are, are information that I'm trying to give you to kind of let you know that, yes, there's an upcoming recession, and it's going to be epic in a bad way. Shout out to me who trying to get a car. That was a rant. It, hey, but it, it works, <laughs> man. We love our rants. So, um, <laughs> you the mogul of a company, man. You starting off, but you need protection, Mike. You don't want to be out here running. You don't want to be a mogul in this company, and you running out in these streets. <laughs> and somebody want to run up on you. You know, you can't get too close. With the hammer, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got to protect yourself. You got to protect these so, CEOs, man. You got to protect the CEOs. So I was looking up, and you, you, we got it posted on the page. It's right on the now. Facebook page, man. Dude, we post great articles on Facebook. I know Gavin like the pub it in advance. Yo, the Facebook page is like it's it's legit. Yeah, and, and um, on the side, side note, fuck Facebook. But by the way, but we're we gonna get to that at the very end of this part. Yeah. But you know, Jack Dorsey. I don't even know who this man is. Dude, think- Jack Jack Dorsey, CEO of Square, CEO of Twitter. Oh, well, then that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, definitely Twitter. All right, it only costs only costs seventy grand to protect this man a year, you- which don't sound bad. That actually sound like Jack low. Dorsey actually pays for everything though, pretty much out of pocket. Okay. Like he he only I, I want to say his salary for running I don't know which company I want to say Twitter Twitter is like dollar yeah, and forty cents or dollar seventy cents a year which I'm pretty yeah. sure is some weird accounting shit that's going yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's going on no taxes for <laughs> <But> taxes <laughs> you know so but I mean Jack Jack Dorsey um I, I Jack Jack Dorsey is kind of 
kind he's kind of like the CEO. I don't want to say that I model because I don't I don't model after him. Byron Allen's my dude, right? Yeah. But I find myself there's a lot of parallels. Like I'm not I do not have Jack Dorsey money currently, but he he stretched too thin, and a lot of okay. times as an upstart entrepreneur, you're stretched too thin. Yeah. So I mean Jack Dorsey though, I mean he's he's a cool dude. So then we start looking at this stuff. Tim Cook, you know, three hundred and ten grand. You know what I'm saying? Which I just don't know in my mind. Maybe I'm just. I just don't see how many people probably running up on Tim Cook, wanting to get a new iPhone, man. Like, but, but you know, it's about protecting. Like, I mean, think about this, man. If a CEO, something happens to a CEO, a stock is going to tank overnight for no reason. True. All right. So, the, the protecting the CEO, you're not protecting the CEO. You're protecting the shareholders. True. Now, now listen, guys, listen to what I'm telling you. Uh-oh. Right. You're not protecting the CEO. You're protecting the shareholders. The shareholders, and there's an argument right now that's going on in the the, the publicly traded company sphere because because right now there is a prevailing thought that the most important person in a publicly traded company is no longer the shareholders. That it actually mm. might be dun, 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 <laughs> the consumer, exactly <laughs> like the people who are paying the money. So it's it's a thought that's that's out there in the business world that's in think tanks right now. But you do have shareholders are protecting themselves. They don't. They don't really give a fuck about Tim Cook. They, they don't, don't really give a fuck about Zuck. What they give a fuck about is if something happens to Zuck, you know, stock taking twenty percent overnight. That's what they give a fuck about. Hey man, so the top one one percent Americans in 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 this world make over how much money? What was it? Four hundred k. Four hundred k. Yeah. Let that sink in. One percent of Americans make yeah. over four hundred k. That's on one hand, it's like, yo, that ain't a lot of money. <laughs> it's not. Well, well, I mean, I mean, I know everybody listening to this is like, yo, that's, I'll, that's take a, I'll take four hundred k right now. But yeah, like, but when you think of it, it ain't a lot of money when Mark, the the guy with Facebook, is is spending twenty million dollars to be protected, just to, just to be protected. Year. Yeah, no, he, this dude just to give anybody like, and I know somebody's probably like, wait, 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 run that back. So we're gonna run it back for you. Yeah. The guy, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook, $20 million a year to protect him. Just to protect him. And so I kind of give everybody an idea of this. And, um, he, and has, he needs protected because he's, he, he's running Facebook into the ground. Absolutely. <laughs> um, 24-7 protection, right? If that wasn't enough, he got an escape tunnel under his conference room. I don't even know where that escape tunnel might could go to. He I needs one because he be fucking up. And I... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I'm, I'm gonna call it now, right? Like okay. hot take. Five years from now, hold on. Here we go. Five years from now, we're gonna replay this shit. Okay, here we go. Five years from now, Mark Zuckerberg would not be the CEO of Facebook. Oh yeah, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he'll last through the next election. If what happened last time? Maybe three years, but I, I can guarantee in five years he would not. Mark Zuckerberg is a smart guy. He's not a genius. Let me ask you this, and this is totally has zero to do with this podcast. Well, it do, but it don't. From your house right now. Where you do a lot of your entrepreneurial work. If you had to have an escape tunnel underneath your crib, where would you want it to take you to? I don't know, like, <laughs> like three hundred feet away from the house. I like, guess. I mean, I'd rather not have to run out of my house being afraid of dying. To be honest, I'm trying to think. If I had mines, I at least wanted to put me by like 
Uh, man, 300 feet is good enough for me. Nah, because you got to get away away. Like, I mean, dude, somebody, somebody comes to your house, it ain't number like four or five guys. I mean, they're not sending 20 <laughs> guys to come kill you at your house. So this ain't like the movies. Yeah, it's not like the movies, man. They're not sending, right, nobody's man. sending 20 guys to, to least... kill somebody. We didn't, we didn't even send 20 people at the, at the uh, Pablo, right? Like, it was like, nah. like, tw- like 10 people, man. All right, man. So Mike just killed all that. I was thinking he's gonna be like, let's go downtown, let's go, nah. let's go by the water. Man, but people I mean, can't even run, man. People cannot. Dude, America's point point like, six miles, most people give up, right? Like, you know, most people can't run point you know, quarter of a mile. That's period. what happens. Um, before we get to the main topic of the day, how's the market doing, man? Market's rocking, man, rocking and rolling. I think I told y'all got, just like several months ago. Um, that you know, you market was gonna go lower, freak out, freak out, and it's gonna go higher, like freak out, freak out. Like, <laughs> this is what the market does. I, I told you guys that if you for them to launch Cloud Flare, which I think I launched this week, uh huh, 20% pop. Uh, I don't, I don't think it's a bad stock. I gotta look into see if they're making money because y'all know, y'all know my philosophy on IPOs. If a company's making money, it's a good stock. If a company's not making money, you need, to, you need to look at it a little bit more. Um, so Cloud Flare went out. That we're still waiting on WeWork. We're gonna do a WeWork episode, man. Like, just, shout out to WeWork, man. I, They're putting I, up another man. I, I, you know, I, I like the CEO. Like, like, this is the thing. If I, if I like somebody, this is not me advocating them to stop. Sometimes somebody is fucking up so bad uh-huh. that I just want to see how the shit ends. Hey, man. Like, we we got a perfect example there in the White House. Like, you know what? Hey, man. Kind of rooting for the guy. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I like. like I, I want to see like just like how much fucking bullshit can you do? You can do like what? What can you get away with? One thing you can't take away from WeWork, they spaces be nice though. They, they be, be looking nice. They, they be nice as hell. <laughs> now, it's cost a, a pretty penny. And they recession proof. I'm hey, for them. Man, we're gonna have to do an episode. I think I think episode seventeen will be we work. Hey man, they recession proof. Yeah, All right, man. Yeah. Um what's up for today, man? We got a good topic. What's what's popping on today? Oh man, today so we we we've talked about a lot of um minority entrepreneurs and, mm-hmm. and I and I was like, we really have not talked about the ladies. Now, this is not my ideal. This is actually Inc. The magazine ideal. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cash register. <laughs> and Inc. has the 100 female founders episode. And I actually, I, I read I read the magazine article and I was like, yo, this is actually pretty cool. And I was like, what would be good for our audience? Because I know a lot of women entrepreneurs that are in event planning, mm-hmm. um, food prep. If, uh, gosh, who do I know? Um, candles, bath bombs, all Absolutely. those different types. Women running Etsy. Yeah, I mean, hey, oh gosh, Etsy. Gosh, hey. yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even mention Etsy they or running or Pinterest. Like they running it. So I was like, we need a a a women's episode today. And so, so today we're going to talk about a few ladies. Uh-huh. And when I went through the females founders, if you go to Inc.'s website, they actually have one that's called Food Revolutionaries. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I chose that is because a lot of the ladies that I know are in, you know, the food industry, whether it's event planning or them, you know, food prep. And I was like, I was like it'd be pretty cool to kind of let the ladies know what's going on out there. So today we're going to talk about six different ladies uh-huh. from the Inc. Um, 500 list to just kind of go over it and give people an idea of, what it is that you can accomplish. You know what? Before we jump there, though, well, tell, tell everybody, check out the Facebook page. And we actually um, we posted an article from a guy that actually, he, he he's anti-billionaire. Matter of fact, before we jump into the episode, we got two things we got to touch. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we have um, we have a world-famous economist, uh, economist that put a 1,200-page guide out abolishing billionaires and reforming the capitalism. I saw that one. Yeah, which, which, was, which was actually very, very interesting. 
And I, I can't say I agree or disagree. Because one <laughs> thing about capitalism is capitalism allows for maximum efficiency. Mm-hmm. And you guys always know, I always say that we're not in a pure capitalistic system. All right. You so so the reason why we don't have maximum efficiency is because we don't let we don't let bad businesses die. We, 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 we provide them nutrients and pruning and husbandry to try to keep them alive. That's not mm-hmm. capitalism. It's crony capitalism. That is a problem. This guy released a 1,200-page guide. I, I advise you guys to go and Google it, find out about it. His name is um, Thomas Piketty. And, and, and just, just check it out. It's an interesting idea. I can't say I agree or disagree. I don't know enough on it. Uh, Treasury, trying to release 50-year and 100-year bonds. That is weird. <laughs> um, I will say that is not good. And I will also say that bonds going into negative equity is not good. Look like we're heading that direction. Not surprising with the recession that we have that's coming up. But the last thing that I really want to touch on is Apple is providing a $5 a month streaming service. Now, this is, now, this is crazy because that's, they're, bringing, they're coming in under Hulu, Netflix. Uh, who else is streaming? Else is streaming service? Disney. Apple is really reducing. Of course, they want you to watch it on all their devices, right? Whether it's your iPhone, your iPad, your your computer. But this is the thing about a $5 a month streaming service that Apple is going to produce original content. Now, Mm -hmm. that's not the big deal. The big deal is Apple has like $200 billion in cash. So Apple can invest 6-7% of just their net cash into shows. And they might, they might actually be able to catch up with Netflix. Apple's biggest mistake is not buying Netflix. I think if Apple had to go through a 10-year window and look at the one place that they fucked up, yeah. it's not purchasing Netflix. Well, you see Netflix now about to, they're about to stop binging because Disney's not going to allow that. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. streaming, I think streaming is, uh, I know there's something we're talking about. But this is a show full of tangents. And hey, this is a stir fry. That's it why is. we call them a fucking stir fry. So it's funny because Netflix is out to, they're about to get rid of that. And I don't know if people are really watching Disney. And I don't know how many of y'all out there are actual like Marvel people. But um, it's amazing what Disney's about to do with that and how they're about to change the streaming game. Because now, uh, you know, Disney's about to take all your money at the movie theater. And then the in between stuff is going to be on a streaming service, which you have to subscribe to. And you have to watch weekly. And apparently, you know, everybody who watched Marvels know it used to be like you had to wait every year, two years. Now it's coming like every six months. And the way they're setting up their shows is that this show that's in between the first movie and the second movie will take you over the next three to four months. Until you get to the next Until movie. Until you get to the movie. Wow. So they about, and so Netflix is saying, hey, we might stop this because we need people to say, all right, now we got to tune in on Sundays to watch Netflix. Yeah. Now, the biggest thing, I don't know what the hell these TV shows about to do because these TV companies, because it's about to get real interesting with them. But anyway, that's my rant for today. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we just want to touch on those things because, like I said, this is a business stir fry. We are here for business. But I, but I, there's two things, though. So, they, um, the guy stated, well, one of the guys was saying that he expect, he, he expect 26% down on Apple mm-hmm. because they're giving away the streaming for the first year. So, 60, okay. 60, basically $60. They're giving if you buy the new iPhone or whatever. Okay. New iPhone is a thousand dollars. You get higher memory, probably twelve, thirteen hundred. But they're giving that portion away. Well, I mean, which is not a big deal. Like, I like you're going to discount the stock twenty six percent because they're giving away yeah. five dollars a well, month. No, I'm talking about how much these when, when you know for the ne- <laughs> you know for the next two to three years, people are not going to unsubscribe. Like people do not, not unsubscribe from stuff from iTunes. Period. Absolutely. So if you if you subscribe to something, it's a good chance you're going to continue to subscribe to something. Um, 
I, I think I do think Apple will go down twenty six percent, but I don't think it's going to be because they gave away this service. It's going to uh, be because of the recession. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Just wanted to catch everybody up on it. Oh, one more thing: oh, Bugatti okay. got a three hundred mile power car that caught air at two hundred seventy seven miles power. I want this car. How much that one costs? Because the other Bugatti is one point three. I'm not even going to look because I can't afford it. Oh, another thing that we're not going to talk about until later is that uh. Shout out to UNCC, man. They got paid a million dollars to get killed by Clemson. Oh, they should have got paid two million for that. That's not cool. Next year, they're getting 1.3 for Texas. But we ain't going to talk about the NCAA uh, and how students shouldn't be paid in Tim Tebow. So, next thing. Episode 19. Hey. <laughs> or 20. So, back to these ladies. Let's talk about these these ladies, man. Why everybody came here. So, the reason why we're going to talk about the ladies because we know we have female listeners that want to start their business. And, and shout some, out to them. Yeah. And sometimes you guys think that it's so hard to get in um, you know, we got, and, and we're going to go through these ladies real briefly. It's going to be about five, ten minutes. Um, mm-hmm. Lauren Brill, she makes a vegan cookie dough. So, you know, sound, you know, that's in vogue right now. Everything is vegan. Everything is vegetable. The Impossible <sighs> Burger had 2,000 milligrams of salt. It's, it's actually <laughs> like 800. It's not more healthy. It's less healthy. Absolutely. <laughs> but... This young lady, she um she 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 had stage two cancer. She started monitoring the food. Mm-hmm. She noticed that processed foods was, was was zapping her energy. I'm reading off of ink, by the way. So ink, don't please don't be like a sis. Cease and desist. I'm giving you credit for yeah. what you put together. Casual. <laughs> but anyway, she started making her cookie dough without ingredients like refined sugar, refined flour. Um, 2018. 2018. Right? It's 2019. Yeah, one she, year ago. Yeah, one year ago. She released a vegan, kosher, non-GMO, gluten-free, nut-free sales boomed. All right? I don't even know she's in She's in 10,000 supermarkets and booked $6.4 million last year in revenue. I don't even know what the hell that means. One year. It just means she got rich really, really Real quick. Real quick. Like, fast. <laughs> like, so, I mean, that, so it's, it's like, all right, you know, you can find her on Twitter, at Sweet Lawrence. That's L-O-R-E-N-S on Instagram, Sweet Lawrence. So, check her out. But pretty cool, right? Like, one year, $6.4 million of revenue. I mean, Absolutely. Even, even, if her, even if her operating her net income is 20%, I mean, oh, it's like $1.2 million. Big ups to her. Mm-hmm. Um, another lady we have is going to be Lisa. Lisa Fetterman. Um, and, and what I like about her story is, so she started a a sous vide um, maker business. Uh huh. She put it on Kickstarter, Shark Tank. You know, she got po- she got popular real quick, right? Mm-hmm. So of course, anytime you get popular, people are going to copy you. Absolutely. And you know, and they copied her, but she pivoted. You know what I'm saying? And we always talk about the pivot on the show. Mm-hmm. And what she pivoted from is she started selling like 30 different frozen sous vide um, vending. Meals that yeah. was devised by herself and shelves from three three star Michigan star restaurants, right? Like she ain't go four star and five star because that mm. that would be more expensive. But she pivoted because people copied her. She had to find out like where do I go? Like True. if people copy me, I need to go higher end, but I don't need to go super high end, right? Like True. same thing when I did with coffee. Like I you know I can't I can't go to to all the way to the top. Yeah, but I can be higher than everyone else. You have Absolutely. to do you know a pivot. So that that was cool. Hey, and again, you know, started her business. Uh, you can find her at Eat Nomiku uh, on Instagram. True. But again, this is somebody, she started her business in 2012. And we were talking about seven years later. So, I mean, she had to make this pivot in the last three or four years in 2018. And now her revenue is doubled. So, again, it's like it doesn't take long. You just, you, you got to nail it. You got to kill it. And what's dope about her, she, she watched how her machines and she watched how this stuff worked. 
Yeah. Investment. I don't think so. a lot of people do beta testing anymore and saying, hey, let me invest in this research. That stuff is super important. It is, especially when you're bootstrapping, right? Yeah. Like, uh, ahead of time, you kind of want to see what works and what doesn't work. So you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, take that hard lesson up front or you don't have mm-hmm. to get that bad publicity up front because, you know what, the ideal didn't work. I mean, imagine you launch something and then everybody copies you, right? Yeah. And then some, <laughs> and somebody else is cheaper. Yeah. Or someone else is better. How do you, like, what do you do? That shit's tough. That shit is tough. And most people are just going to go out of business. She pivoted. So if you're in business right now mm-hmm. and you started something, like you, you start selling bath bombs. Yeah. You know, and then everybody, not everybody wants to sell bath bombs. All right, well, you know, you're either going to go out of business or you have to find a pivot. Like, you mm-hmm. have to, what is it that you're good at? Figure Absolutely. that out real quick. Or what can you be better at than everybody else? Figure Absolutely. that out real quick and then keep it moving. Dope. Uh, we have, let's see here, Julia Nero. Um, this ideal, this is kind of weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's successful, right? Like, I can't hate on it. So she she actually, um, she figured out how to get rid of the middleman in food. So she hires farmers and ranchers and makes deliveries to themselves. So the farmers and the ranchers don't have to deal with the broker anymore, right? That's good. Cutting out the middleman. Cut out the middleman and it increased, and it, this is why I say it was weird. It said it increased their take to 70% per dollar. All right, brokers. <laughs> you, if you're a broker and you're making 70 cents on every dollar, you're going to get cut out. Yeah. yeah. This is not even their fault. This is your fault. It has to be a freaking um, law for that. Just talking about greed and just... Pro- brokers, you got you to figure... You know, and this is why the drug game is so efficient. Yeah. There's no one in the drug game pulling 70 cents on a dollar. On every like, <laughs> guys, guys, Mike. God damn, <laughs> what else? Ghost. Let me stop. No one is making that kind of margin. All right, mm-hmm. Lisa, 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 um, Settler. Another stupid idea. And when I say stupid idea on the show, it's not an insult. Stupid idea on the show is to let you know, no matter how wonky, zany, crazy your ideal is. It's going to work. It's going to work. If you put it behind it and you go into a market and nobody else is in, it, it's going it's to It's going work. to work. So so when I say stupid idea on the show, it's not an insult. This is actually adulation. Uh, this lady saw a bunch of people, Fitz students, riding their bikes, and then they came and got a bunch of big gulps and Snickers at the mini mart. You know why? Because they taste good. They didn't want healthy shit. They have been healthy all morning. <laughs> So she came up with the zany idea of, gosh, wouldn't these people like to eat salads when they come off of their bikes? That's not exactly what she thought. But she did think that, you know, to make healthy food accessible and convenient marks. Mm-hmm. This is also weird, right? So she has created three green zebras in Portland with the fourth one opening this fall. Don't know how successful this idea is going to be out of Portland because Oregon is a weird fucking state. <laughs> but with that said... She's about to open four stores and have closed on $10 million in Series B round funding. Now, I'm going to say one thing about this. Um, there is a, uh, gosh, what is, what, what's the what's the black media site right now? Blavity. That's a media site? Yeah. Bla- Blavity, Blavity puts out tons of articles. By really? The way. They, they have too much advertising on the site. So that's why you never, you never Boy, go to say it. media takeout. Yeah. yeah they, they're, they're like a, they're like a, they're like a media takeout on steroids, but they do good stories. They bought, um, Travel New War and Stuff a couple other places. Help us. Yeah. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Dude, they barely got six. Sorry. This is the problem with venture capital. And and season two, maybe we'll tackle this. It's, it'll be controversial. But she's got ten million in funding for this. Blabity couldn't even get that. It's, it's bullshit. But she got it, right? She got it. She man. got it. So, and we're going to go to the last person today we're going to talk about is Diana Trout. And Diana Trout um, left her corporate job in 2012 and created, in 2018, I want to say, uh, a beverage company, Health Aid. And this becoming that hot. This is not typical, but I just want to mention it because of, uh-huh. of how fast it, it grew when she created um, um, Kombucha. Kombucha. I, I always mispronounce that. Somebody gonna get us right. Yeah. But anyway, I, I see a lot of people doing it now. Like I actually ran across some people in Charlotte that was doing this. So it's like you got beer brewing and then you have this this tea brewing that's yeah. going on. That thing is not a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but this this lady has grown it out now to her her company is now brewing um tea in two and a half gallon jars, which is which is pretty cool, micro brewing, but millions of jars, two hundred and twenty employees, and the company has became you know it's in twenty six 26,000 stores right now. Stupid. So, I mean, this, this is the episode for the ladies, man. Women be nailing entrepreneurship. Y'all y'all are way better at it than us guys. And I just want to give y'all a shout out today. Bro, because um, what we say, what we always say when it's a Republican president, man. Women entrepreneurs, they are not playing, bro. Especially black women entrepreneurs. Let me get very direct. But um, women do not play. They don't take no for an answer. And I guess, you know, that's been their thing for all the times, you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, I mean, I mean, that's in their DNA. And yeah, history. they, they, I mean, they, they nail it, man, and they're definitely nailing it here. I appreciate Inc. putting out the the article. Uh, it was really, really good. I, I'm gonna read through everything tonight. I, but I, I, we talked about the the ladies that was in food tonight because I know a lot of women entrepreneurs are in that space. A lot of them, not really, mm-hmm. not in Charlotte or in the South or even the Carolinas. Are in the tech space. I do know a few that are doing okay, uh, doing well yeah. in that space, doing okay to well in that space. What I was trying to say, but I know a lot of ladies, you know, are in the food industry or they Absolutely. have recipes. And I want to let y'all know, man, it doesn't take long. Everybody we named today, this, their business is way less than ten years old. Most of these businesses are less than five years old, and Bro, like the- several almost. Three or less. Julia Collins over here, man, raised uh, $420 million in a year, bro. Yeah. So it, it doesn't take long. It just takes traction. And on Instagram this week, we're talking about luck. You know? Yeah. Which luck isn't something happening to you. Luck is understanding an opportunity or seeing an opportunity. Talk. You know, so it's like, I want you guys to understand, you know, like on Instagram today, and I'll, I'll retell the story for everybody who, who don't follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. This aunt... Um, told her, like, told her niece, you know, go and find a four-leaf clover and I'll give you a dollar. The little girl came back in 10 minutes with a four-leaf clover, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and she was like, well, if I find another one, can I get another dollar? And the aunt was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'll give you another one. She came back with another four-leaf clover, <laughs> right? And then the aunt was like, what the hell, right? So she goes and look outside and she just sees a bunch, she just sees a clover field. Yeah, and the little girl was like, "If I keep finding it, will you keep giving me a dollar?" And she says, "Yes." And the little girl went out there and found a third four leaf clover. Right? Four leaf clovers are basically like one in every ten thousand. Yeah. But what? But what people don't understand is, or what the scientist was trying to get us to understand is, the little girl wasn't looking for clovers. She was only looking for four leaf clovers. So guess the only thing she saw when she looked out there was four leaf clovers. That's all she saw. Yeah. She never saw the three leaf clovers. She only saw. 
four-leaf clover. So if you if you want to be successful, you have to look for opportunity. You have to know that. Absolutely. I'm looking for an opportunity. Guess what you're going to find? Nothing but opportunity. That's Absolutely. all you're going to find. So, I mean, that's that's today's lesson, man. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Absolutely. That's all I got, yo. Yo, and make sure y'all check us out, man. We closing in on 20, and y'all know what happened at 20. We dropping them. We dropping them everywhere. We dropping them everywhere, and then we coming back in season two. And we actually going to be, we going to have a producer. We going to have, we ain't going to have none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, tell you something. But we going to have great advice. If y'all tune in and download a lot, then, yeah, maybe at some point. But, man, this is, this is good. Shit, man. Absolutely. And we learning something, man. So we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy.